1: Locked on Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thank you for joining us on a Friday edition of the show. A lot to get to like usual. Catching up on everything going on in BYU sports news. Catch up with Troy Warner as well as Lopini Katoa. Some great thoughts from them from BYU media availability yesterday. We'll also catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Some more... Uh, scheduling agreements on the horizon maybe and also we need to catch up on our player countdown series the best cougars to win the number 11 and the number 10 on today's show it's all brought to you today by our good friends over at built bar as well as all guard pest control we'll tell you about both of those companies here in just a little bit all right let's get to it here this is the locked on cougars podcast for august 28th 2020 What's up, guys? I'm Jay Cash, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to join us on your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening in from, so that way you never miss an episode. Love getting your guys' interaction with the show as well, so make sure to follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can check us out at Locked On Cougars and appreciate your guys' continued support of the podcast in all forms and fashions. Starting off today's show, let's uh, catch up on everything going on in uh, media availability from yesterday for BYU. We had a chance to catch up with both Troy Warner, a senior defensive back, as well as Lopini Katoa, a junior running back, and I think they're two important players to this year's squad. Troy is a guy whose versatility cannot be overlooked. Uh, Right now, he is a guy who is slated to play at safety, but due to a rash of injuries in the cornerback group, upwards of five of them are currently shelved due to a myriad of different reasons, mostly injury concerns. Well, Troy Warner's had to shift back to playing corner rather than playing safety, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think Troy is more than capable of being a high level contributor at cornerback, but the hope is at some point that BYU gets some of their top options at cornerback back to health and then Troy could switch back to playing safety where it seems like he's his game is better suited overall well, of course we'll track that going forward we'll make sure to pass along anything we learn but he was asked yesterday during his media availability well what is your current status are you playing safety are you playing cornerback here's what he had to say
2: um, so my role is really just do it all wherever, wherever the team needs me right now I'm a versatile player and uh, can do a lot of things uh, my, my biggest thing right now is just to, to prove to the coaches Uh, that I'm capable of uh, playing at both spots so wherever they need me to play for this game I'm going to play and uh and do it at a high level so um yeah I'm just I'm just focused on on getting both positions down right now
1: there you go Troy Warner and you heard him say hey I'm just trying to keep myself available to play overall and Troy is a guy who has an opportunity to make it to the NFL despite not having a great career to this point injuries have very much hampered him over the majority of the past two seasons but if you were to go out and have a big season this year there's some potential for him to make it into the NFL via the draft next year the thing is though also this year the NCAA has issued a blanket waiver essentially making this year a free year any games you play this year. Do not count towards your eligibility. I asked him yesterday, are you thinking about that in any way, shape or form? And here's what he responded with. Uh,
2: to be honest with you, I, I don't even like looking that far ahead. Uh, I like to just kind of live in the present right now. Um, my mentality is just, you know, to play, to play as high of a level as I can this year. Um, you know, I've been grinding my tail off all off season and uh, feel feel really good about about this season. So my main my main uh, focus right now is this season, and then we'll take care of all that other stuff later. So right now, uh, just focus on now.
1: There you go, Troy Warner, and you heard him say, I'm just focused on the here and now, and I can't blame him for that. Obviously, you've got a game to get ready for against Navy coming up here in just 10 days, a full slated game so far that includes eight games. I would expect at least two more at minimum from the BYU football program as they continue to get ready for the upcoming season. but. It's good to hear him say, you know what, we'll let that uh, sit. We'll decide on that down the road a bit here. But right now, we're just focused on the here and now. And I can respect that. I can respect the fact that he just wants to go out there and play football. That's a... And that's, I think, the majority of his teammates also have that same mentality because I think that they see this as a massive opportunity. There have been some things written out there that BYU, this could be the highest-watched game in terms of actual numbers of television sets tuned into it when they a Navy and then a couple weeks later followed up with the game at Army. They could be the two highest-watched games in BYU football history Since they went independent at minimum, obviously uh, television numbers have fluctuated wildly over the years, especially with the proliferation of cable TV networks. But the opportunity BYU has to play on that Monday night football slot, which is traditionally reserved for the NFL by ESPN when they take on Navy, is going to garner thousands, if not millions more eyeballs to the Cougars and the midshipmen than might otherwise be out there. And then a couple weeks later, what, 12 days later, when they take on Army, in in the SEC slot on Big CBS, CBS National Television, you're going to have millions of eyeballs on that. So, it's not outlandish to say that BYU is actually looking at their highest watched games potentially coming up here in the first two weeks of the upcoming season that they'll play. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a big opportunity for BYU. The biggest question mark now is, is BYU going to be able to avoid uh, falling on their face? Navy's a good team. There is no doubt about the Naval Academy being a formidable opponent for BYU. I actually would argue right now on the schedule amongst the eight games BYU has announced, Navy might be the best team BYU is currently slated to face. If they were to add the the rumored uh, UCF matchup, maybe a game against a team like Temple or uh, Tulane, those would also go into the conversation, but as it stands right now, Navy is very much the best team BYU is going to face this year, and they open the season out there on their home field. Obviously, the home field advantage for the Naval Academy won't be there as much as it would be with a lot of fans packing the stands there at Navy Marine Corps Stadium. Uh, based on what I've learned at slash heard, it sounds like only the Brigade of Shipmen, which are the students at the Naval Academy, will be, will be the only quote-unquote spectators in attendance of that game, and similar up there at Army, only the Cadets will be in attendance at that game. So, home field advantage, not necessarily to the same degree that it might have been otherwise. And BYU has to travel cross country, and that's going to take something out of them. But I think the opportunity here for BYU is, is a big one. And I think Troy Warner hits saying, hey, the focus is on the here and now. And in essence, saying the focus just is straight up on Navy. I can't blame him for that because I think it's the right way to go about things. So looking forward to this game 10 days away. It's crazy to think it's that close, but get excited folks. It's going to be a lot of fun to break this down as we get closer and closer. I've already been in contact with some people out there in Annapolis and surrounding areas that cover the midshipmen to come on the podcast next week. We'll see what we can find for you guys and bring you some great interviews as we lead up to that game a week from next Monday. All right, coming up here in just a second, we'll get some other thoughts uh, from Lopini Katoa on his play, what he expects from himself, and also an update on how COVID testing is going for the BYU football program. Lopini kind of gave us some insight as as what is going on in terms of how BYU is testing, how often they're testing, etc. We'll get to all of that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar Guys and if I may take a moment I wanted to share a little bit about you, pull back the curtain so to say and talk about something that's been going on in my life. About six weeks ago I went in for a checkup uh, to meet with my doctor and I had some numbers that were a little bit out of of whack. I had some cholesterol issues that they were were concerned about, uh, fatty liver issues. When you're overweight these are kind of normal things. I think many of you can relate to this, but I talked with a doctor, and he had some suggestions for me. decided Decided, you know what? I need to revamp my diet. Mainly, I need to really buckle down, cut out a bunch of the crap that I've been eating, uh, and I did it for the last six weeks. I very much uh, cut out all sugar from my diet and carbohydrates, really replacing uh, all of that with protein, etc. It's been awful. I'll, I'll be frank about it because I love sugar, I love bread, I love carbohydrates, and it's been a an interesting six weeks. I didn't think when I started on this I would be able to do it, but I have to tell you guys this much. Built Bar's been a big part of this and some of you when I tweeted this out on Twitter last night did reach out and Jess were like, hey, may I suggest you use Built Bars? And, I'm, I'm not kidding when I tell you guys that Built Bar is the best protein bar I've ever had. I crave them. They are absolutely delicious. I love them. And I have to recommend that you guys check them out. The all new Built Bars just showed up at my house this week. So I'm excited to try out the new ones. I've been kind of finishing up my final order of the last one, the original, I guess, Built Bars that I had, but I can tell you this much. They've been a massive, massive help for me as I've gone about trying to revamp my diet. I've cut about 15 pounds off Of my frame, and I've still got a long way to go, but I can tell you this much Built Bar is going to be part of the solution for me going forward, and I I mean that sincerely. I don't go out here and bloviate on about companies that I don't believe in. I believe wholeheartedly in Built Bar, and I think that their product is second to none. Built Bars are high protein, high fiber, but low sugar, low fat. It's a delicious, delicious protein bar, guys. They're covered in chocolate, and they taste legitimately like a candy bar. They are the best protein bars on the market you go to BuiltBar.com and you can learn more about it they have their 12 original they call their anchor flavors but they also have 6 new flavors that they've recently added as well it's a great way to go about helping yourself along on your health journey no matter where you're at if you're like me trying to drop weight they can help you out if you're trying to put on weight that also can be part of the solution by using Built Bars and having them as part of your diet go to BuiltBar.com right now guys use the promo code LOCKEDON L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N get, a, get $10 off your your next order that's ten dollars off your next order at builtbar.com no matter how many times you may have ordered previously as well this is not a new listener special this is just everybody out there use the promo code locked on save yourself ten dollars and get the best tasting protein bars bar none that's our good friends at BuiltBar. builtbar.com promo code locked on and thank us later for saving you some money and getting you the best tasting protein bars in the world All right, guys, I told you yesterday on the podcast, I wasn't sure how BYU was going to respond to the whole uh, situation going on with the NBA, MLB, MLS, all deciding to postpone games on Wednesday night. Uh, NBA has paused games at least through today. I expected they'll get back on the court at some point here over the weekend, but I wasn't sure how BYU was going to respond to it. And Troy Warner yesterday was asked the question Have you guys considered uh, not practicing? Because I believe there were eight other college football programs who Paused practice yesterday to talk about the social justice issues that are out there in the world. And Troy Warner spoke to this yesterday, and I think he had a pretty straightforward response. Yeah, I think I think uh, the team right now is just focusing on on Navy.
2: Um, you know, there's that that's kind of something that we just you know like to pride ourselves on is when, when we're here, when we're in the facilities, we like to just keep our main focus um, on, on what's at hand. And right now, that's Navy, and that's the biggest thing we ever focus on. So.
1: Hey Troy, following up on that, was there any talk at all of, of maybe taking the day off today from practice, talking about that situation more? I noticed around the country, a few teams did that, Boston College, and others.
2: Was that ever brought up this morning at all? Uh, no, that wasn't that wasn't brought up at all. We uh, we just had the mindset to come to, to come to practice today, uh, grind and, and get ready for Navy. So that was that's all that's all that's on our mind right now.
1: There you go, Troy Warner. So BYU according to him did not consider sitting out practice yesterday. They're focused on Navy, getting ready for their season, and I can't blame them in that regard. And I couldn't blame them also if they had they decided, you know what, let's take a day off, really talk about what's going on in the world and try to be a positive force for good. I your guys's political persuasions may lead you to think otherwise but that's I thought was a very straightforward and reasoned response from Troy Warner and we're looking forward to uh, seeing what happens with BYU football this fall I think that the football program they're all excited to play football and I can't blame them for that they just want to get on the field and their game is coming up faster than some other teams other teams aren't kicking off until mid or late September BYUs going right at the beginning November se- not November 7th September 7th excuse me and they're gonna be right into it it. So, I can understand why Troy Warner would say, you know what, our focus is simply on playing football right now, focusing on Navy, and I respect him for that. Also, BYU, obviously, as they get closer and closer to the season, they're doing their best to stay healthy so they don't have any games canceled and or need to be postponed. We've seen a number of those from opening weeks up here, coming up here in September, moved already over the past few days. Well, uh, Troy Warner revealed yesterday that they are testing three times a week at BYU, and then Lopini Katoa uh let us know exactly what's going into what the testing protocol is and how the overall experience is lopini troy warner told us you guys are tested three times a week for covid what can you clarify does that mean just having your temperature taken or does that mean you do the swab thing and, and up the nose yeah what, what yeah is
2: we're that- doing uh saliva
1: testing three times a week and, and what's that like is that does that become kind of a chore or
2: um, I mean, it's not the funnest thing ever, but if it's letting us play, then we're more than willing to do that
1: so yeah it's not bad uh, knowing that that's what's required to play so there you go saliva testing three times a week for BYU that's right up there among the best in terms of the plans of other programs and other conferences Conference USA I think is up there the power five conferences that are currently playing have a similar protocol testing three times a week is probably the bare minimum of being I think safe in terms of making sure student athletes you're checking them constantly and making sure and I sure I'm sure BYU. BYU is taking the utmost precautions on making sure guys stay healthy. They've done their best uh, since early June to make sure it's an environment that student athletes can be safe in, in terms of their workouts and practices and everything. And I think it's commendable what BYU is trying to do, trying to make sure that their student athletes are as protected as they possibly can be as they get ready for this season coming up. Well, Lopini also was asked, and I actually asked this question, I asked him, hey, what's the similarity or the difference between the offense this year going into the season As compared to what it has been in previous seasons of course lopini is a redshirt junior this year he's been around byu for a number of years now he's got plenty of experience playing for guys like jeff grimes and aaron roderick well here's what he had to say about the differences and the similarities of the offense this year as compared to others
2: i feel like it's it's similar in a lot of ways i feel like that that we're playing to our strengths a lot more um than we have in the past i feel like we have a lot of veteran guys Um, all across the board at all positions. And so I just feel like you're going to see a lot more, you know, productive offense because of um, the experience
1: and, and the versatility that we have There you go, Lopini Katoa. And I have to tell you guys, that experience factor that he mentioned just barely is going to be a massive factor for BYU. That's why guys like Bruce Feldman are out there saying in The Athletic that BYU could have a top 10 offense this season. The majority of BYU's offense came back intact outside of the wide receiving core, and they're all juniors and seniors this year. There is something to be said for upperclassmen dominating your depth chart and what it can mean for a team. Obviously, BYU's schedule this year looks much lighter than it did originally. There's no power five teams currently on the slate. So BYU should be favored, and I think all but one of those games. I think the Navy game, the ESPN FPI actually has BYU's only a twenty-seven percent chance of winning the game, if I recall correctly, but I look at this and I think BYU's offense, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with, especially against the caliber of competition they're going to face this year. And there's only so much you can do to control who you're going to face year in and year out. And BYU did their absolute best to put together a stellar schedule with a pretty good offense and they all got kibosh because of COVID-19. So, you do what you can they've tooled the schedule back together and that's a massive accomplishment and I tip my cap to Tom Homo as well as the rest of the BYU athletic department staff for getting that taken care of but now you've got to go out and do it and I really do think BYU's offense the, the experience factor is going to make them so much better this year guys like Lopini Katoa Zach Wilson Matt Bushman a lot of the offensive linemen they're juniors and seniors they've been through the fire so to say they've been refined and now they're really looking forward to moving forward and becoming a force and I'm excited for this year folks I've been excited all summer long I felt like this BYU football program could take a pretty big leap forward and I think right now we're about to see that I really do think the confidence level is building in Provo and I hope you guys are on board with this obviously there's always the apprehension that injuries could derail things and that is a concern it is football after all one hit can completely change a game can completely change a season in some ways but I am excited for this BYU football program I think there's plenty of experience there I think they're all motivated speaking of the players the coaches and the staff around them they're motivated to go out and have a good season they understand the magnitude of what they're doing they're undertaking uh, as being the furthest west team the only western team so to say that's playing football this fall they have got a massive, massive opportunity on their hands and I don't think they're going to go out there and waste it. I think they'll be more than ready for the upcoming season. 10 days away from today, we're getting ready for BYU and Navy and just crazy to think it's that close and here's hoping that it goes off without a hitch. All right, uh, we will talk about the best Cougars to have won the number 11 and the number 10 here in just a moment. need to catch up on our player countdown series. We'll get to that here in just a second. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at All Guard Pest Control. All Guard Pest Control is a local pest control Company here in the state of Utah, and they are capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front. They're located in Utah County, but they will travel to you to make sure that you are taken care of. What I love about All Guard Pest Control is their service programs are customizable, customizable, excuse me, to fit what you need. They offer two unique programs that they like to advertise all the time, and one is a quarterly pest control program where they'll come out once every three months. Make sure your home has a barrier up around it to keep the pests out that you don't want to deal with. On a daily basis, it keeps the creepy crawly things, as I like to say on the outside, keeps everything else on the inside, your family, your kids, your pets all safe on the inside and comfortable. They also offer one time services. A lot of these companies out there won't do this. They make you come out and say, well, yeah, we'll take care of that. But we need to make sure we come back out and make sure that it's not an issue that we need to treat it again for. Sign this contract that requires follow up visits. That's not what All Guard Pest Control does. They don't believe in that. If you have a one-time issue that you know you need taken care of, they'll come out, they'll take care of it, and then they'll leave you alone. That's what I love about Seth Baird and his team at All Guard Pest Control. This is a company that understands that the customer has needs, and they want to make sure they fulfill them. They'll make sure you're 100% satisfied. I am a customer of All Guard Pest Control, and I have to tell you guys this much. They are absolutely fantastic. Trust them to take care of your pest control needs no matter what it is. Spiders, ants, termites, mice, I don't care what you got out there, All Guard can take care of it for you. Give them a call anytime, 801 851 1812. That's 801 851 1812. Or check them out online at All Guard Pest Controls to learn more about them. A great company. They are the best of the best. They're on their reviews. Back that up. Check them out. That's All Guard Pest Control, 801 851 1812. Or online at AllGuardPestControls.com. As we wrap up a Friday edition of the show, let's catch up on our player countdown series. We are 10 days away from today and we didn't get to it yesterday. So let's count down the best players to have won the number 11 and the number 10 is voted on by you guys on our Twitter feed at LockedOnCougars. Feel free to weigh in anytime there. And I think there were some good candidates in these two groups at number 10, especially. Yet our finalist group included former BYU star Kreshmer choshich former BYU quarterback Brandon Doman, former BYU women's basketball star Aaron Thorne, and former BYU men's basketball standout Marty Haas. So we crossed across a large spectrum of sports, and I thought this was a pretty good group of talent, but I figured choshich uh, speaking of Okreso himself, would probably win the poll, and I wasn't wrong. 55% of the poll goes to Kresmer Čošić, Brandon Doman in second place with 31%. Marty Hawes, 11%. And Aaron Thorne, a little bit of a disappointing just 3% for one of the greatest women's basketball players in BYU women's basketball history. So interesting to see that play out, but I wasn't surprised that Čošić won it. Uh, he's just an absolute legend. Came to BYU from Yugoslavia. Had no idea what to expect from his time as a Cougar. Went on to be an All-American caliber player. Actually, no, just not a caliber player an all-american player and then you know what he passed up the opportunity to play in the nba to go home and really help build the sport in his home country i can tell you this much there are a lot of athletes over there in the greater former yugoslavia it's now been carved up to into a number of different countries that remember what Krešimir Chosic did for basketball in that area. He was the coach of the national team for many years. He led them to a gold medal as a player at, while his career was still playing. He is just an absolute legend in Eastern European basketball and in BYU basketball history and period. Just great stories about him. I My grandfather had an opportunity to check Chosic's eyes as an optometrist while he worked in Provo, and while Chosic was a student at BYU, And he said he had nothing but the utmost respect for that man and what he did in his life before an early death after becoming an ambassador to the United States, uh, only in his 40s, if I'm not mistaken, when, when he passed away. but. Chosic, man, there is there's no doubt that he is an absolute legend, both BYU and European basketball, and I think it was a pretty easy pick as the greatest Cougar to have won the number 11 going out to Chosic. Now, also, we had number 10 today as we were 10 days away from BYU kicking off the season against Navy. And another good list of finalists here. Let's run them down for you. We had former BYU baseball star infielder slash former BYU baseball coach Vance Law. Former BYU linebacker Brad Martin, one of the hardest hitting guys in the mid-1990s for the Cougars. Also had Dane Orge, as well as former BYU kicker and punter Lee Johnson. Now, this group has a lot of talent in its own right, but Lee Johnson, just the affable human being he is, his legendary career, what, 20 plus years as a kicker and punter in the NFL after being known as Thunderfoot during his time at BYU. Well, not surprising that Lee Johnson has won this poll. 51% of the vote going towards him. Uh, others coming in, Vance Law, 23%, Brad Martin, 18%, and Dane Iorg coming in with 8% of the vote, and I just look at it and i think it was a pretty easy pick for lee johnson i got a funny story about lee if you'll indulge me for a moment here and i know that i'm saying indulge me as if you guys are alive but you're not but here's the thing i i in talking about lee johnson one of the first nfl players i ever met and this was back when lee was still playing Uh, in the nfl was i at my elementary school they had what they call the summer carnival each year and they would bring people out uh to sign uh different uh things and they brought uh, lee johnson out they uh, recruited him to come sign autographs for for players and i walked up to him and said hey can i get your autograph and we sat there and talked i don't know probably for 20 minutes just an absolutely marvelous conversation i have no clue that i i guarantee that lee does not remember this in the least but for a young jay catch i couldn't have been maybe fourth or fifth grade it just made my life and made my day it it was just absolutely awesome to sit down with a guy like that. I've gotten to know Lee since then. He's now a fundraiser with the BYU athletic department. He's just, he's a guy that is just easy to talk to, but his ability to sit there and talk with a young man who had no clue what he did outside of his exploits at BYU. I didn't know how much he had done in the NFL at that point. I just remembered hearing about him at BYU, got his autograph and it was just a fun conversation. And Lee is the salt of the earth. He's a great man. And I can't thank him enough for taking the time to talk with a youngster like myself back in the day all right so that'll do it for today's edition of the show hopefully you guys are all doing well we'll continue to count you down we are now inside the top 10 of our player countdown series a lot going on as BYU gets closer and closer to kicking off the season out there at Navy and we'll have it all covered for you guys I'm excited to be looking forward to next week when game week really gets here as we are a week out starting Monday from BYU and Navy but get excited folks this is an exciting time of the year football is On the way, and BYU has never had more eyeballs on it, I feel like. So a big thank you once again for your continued support of the podcast. It is an absolute privilege to be with you guys each and every day. And make sure to follow us on social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Search out Locked On Cougars. Follow me if you so desire on my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C Hatch, as well as emailing the show anytime you have concerns, comments, or anything else. Email us, locked BYU at gmail.com. Have a great rest of your Friday whenever you hear this. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for August 28th, 2020.